This week we have a guest on the podcast, and I love this person. You don't know this person unless you really listen closely to our show, but this is somebody that I've known for a very long time, and I saw her do something on Facebook, and I said, you got to tell us this story, and it has to do with dating and appearances and how people are awful, but they don't know it, and there's something in this we can all learn something from, and that's what the whole podcast is about is learning things that might help us in our life down the road somewhere. So let's get started and meet our guest in just a second. This week on Take a Shower, show up on time and don't steal anything. Here we go. A lot of people have come through the doors of KDWB in the 26 years that I've uh, worked here, and some of them I still stay in touch with. Some of them I don't want anything to do with. And some of them I don't really, you know, talk to that often, but I see them on Facebook and we'll send each other a message on their birthday or something like that. And one of those people is Corey Wilson. Hi, Corey. Hi, David. And Corey was on the show back in the day, but we didn't call you Corey then because there was a Corey Foley on the show, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So we called you Wilson. That's right. And then, and it was just a great name because it was kind of like, you know, you didn't know it was a boy or a girl, and it was mm-hmm. and and Wilson's kind of a quirky name, and Wilson's kind of a quirky girl, and <laughs> and on, 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 I hope you believe me when I say that you're one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with because you and I are a lot alike. We're both kind of have the same, maybe a little bit of a cynical attitude. Sometimes yes. we're both super funny, duh, and we're both super smart. Um, when did you work here, Wilson? What did explain? What did you do? Um, well, also on the on that note. I remember you wanted to call me Wilson so that you could scream my name like Tom Hanks Wilson! in the movie Castaway, just yes. like that. Yep. Um, so I worked here 2007 to 2008, and I was the assistant producer. Was it that short of a time? It was. Oh, it seemed like it was longer than that. I know. Well, that was when Corey Foley had left at that point. Yeah. And then, do you remember Cassie? I do remember Cassie. Cassie was um, a very, very sweet person, but she was on the morning show for a very short time. Uh, maybe five weeks. Yes, yeah. I was just going to say yeah. maybe a month. Very short. Didn't work out. Yeah. Right. And then before Lena got here, I was the interim person to fill yeah. in that little void. So and you it filled in felt for long. five or six months. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time. And you did a you did a really great. And then job. you didn't hire me. <clears throat> and and I remember that that was a really hard thing because mm-hmm. you know we love you, but then we found Lena, and you were probably like, who this bitch. Um, right. that, that came from a bank and here you were right there in the building working the radio and you didn't get the job. How was, long did that haunt you? Uh, uh, just a little bit. I mean, I went up to St. Cloud and did the morning show That's up right, there. you did. Yeah. yeah. Now, what do you do now? And then we'll get to the, the reason why you're on the show. Okay. Because you and I, we can talk about old friends and old stories for another two hours and never we get could. to it. But what do you do now? So right now I'm in HR, which is kind of funny because- okay. Coming from radio to HR, they don't usually coincide, um, but I'm an HR coordinator over at New Horizon Academy. Shout out to the HR squad. Uh, and we love New Horizon Academy. They're one of the sponsors of our radio show. Right. Yeah. I'm in the corporate office, so um, don't worry. You don't have to send your children to be watched by me. Um, uh, although you probably would make a great mom because you are very, I don't know, controlling and motherly. So, <laughs> But let's get to, this is the reason. You and I could, like I said, go on and on, but- but you posted something on Facebook that caught my attention 
a week or two ago, and I saw it. I said, Wilson, come on my podcast and tell this story. Because, again, the podcast is all about learning life lessons and something that we can get out of this. So tell me what happened. So I read an article that was actually done way back in 2014 about a woman's biggest fear of online dating is potentially dating a serial killer. Legit fear, right? Yeah. You don't know who they are. You don't know if this person is trolling. And then the opposite side of that, a man, a man's biggest fear would be finding out that his date is plump or thick. Whatever we, whatever we want. I don't like to use that F word, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. So, and that is a legit study that says women fear a serial killer, men fear a girl that's plump or big. They even did a full-on um, in-person experiment with it. So the men that they put this woman on the on the profile, and then she looked normal and everything, and then they put a fat suit on her, and all of the men left. They ditched her. Some confronted her by saying something, but they all left. And then they did that with a man, and all of the women actually did follow through with the date. So fat guys, oh, I won't use that word. Plump, yeah. Plump guy can get away with it. Yes. Plump girl gets basically shunned, ignored. Right. Okay. So you did your own experiment. Yes. So and this I, is what caught my eye. This is really, I thought it was really interesting, really fascinating. So I kept the same profile. The first I put all pictures of me now. And truth be told, I am about 100 pounds heavier than I'm normally. So, and you told me that when you said 100 pounds heavier than you normally were, I I didn't believe it. And seeing you now, I don't believe it because, okay, you look maybe like you've gained a little bit of weight. I've gained a little bit of weight and lost a little bit of weight back and forth, but you don't look 100 pounds heavier. So that shocks me that you do. I but must carry it well. You must carry it really well. Yeah. But you put a picture of yourself from when you were 100 pounds ago mm-hmm. and a picture of you currently online. Right. So... First one, I, I filled out the whole profile. I made it. So here's me. Here's what I like. Obviously, I mentioned Elvis. You have to if I talk about Because you myself. love Elvis. I love Elvis. It's the weirdest Elvis. thing. You're like 33 years old and you love Elvis. Love him. Lo- youngest Elvis fan ever. So tell me, because you, I've always said this and I always thought you were fun and funny. And uh, I think that anybody would have a great time dating you because you are fun and funny and probably adventuresome. And you're just cynical enough to be entertaining. But <laughs> but I think you would be a great catch. And and Thank you have you. a beautiful face. Thank you. And so you put a description. What did you put in your description of what you're all about? I, just that. Um, basically saying, okay, I am very family oriented. I am looking to eventually have a family and settle down. Um, I like to do outdoorsy things. I I also like to stay at home. I'm not a bar goer. I definitely don't drink anymore, so things like that. And I like to put about, you know, my sarcasm. I'm actually really good at dad jokes. Love them. Okay. Um, it's kind of my jam. So I wanted to make it look like, okay, so this is, I I took a couple days to write everything in this profile. And this is a descriptive profile with a current picture of you at your current weight. Right. What kind of reaction did you get? Nothing. None. Crickets. Crickets. Even though you wrote a witty description of how wonderful you are, when people saw your picture, they they did not respond. Right. There was some. I know that there. This is this is um, something that they do. Um, like this was OK Cupid. I don't know if I can say that, but yeah, it, sure. Yeah. OK Cupid. 
and you swipe right or left. I know what the strategy is for men now, because I've also done the research on that. Their strategy is they're going to swipe right for everybody. And then when a female swipes right, then they decide if that's the person that they're going to talk to. So they throw out a net and catch everything. Then they reel in the net. And if the fish looks edible, for lack of a better word, she stripes white, then they'll keep the fish and the fish that are inedible. Well, they just don't. They, that's fine because they got right. a, enough edible fish. Okay. Right. Um, so you got no action on that or maybe a couple. I got some of those where they swiped right, but then they didn't do anything. I even did. I, I didn't just leave it at that. So if someone swiped right and I would send them a message, I didn't get any response back. And then they just not defriended me, but they unmatched me. Okay. So it's almost like they they just weren't really paying attention before of who swiped right. Swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah. So now you put either what, before or after this, you put a picture of you 100 pounds ago and, and, and years ago too, because we yeah. all look a little bit different than we did last year. Right. I mean, our face changes from five years now. ago, 10 years. You do have gray hair now. I do. And you put this younger picture of you mm-hmm. with no description, no I no description of how funny you are, witty you are, what you like to do, anything, nothing, just a nothing. picture. What happened? Um, I got bombarded with messages. Messages left and right. Oh, hey, sexy. You're so hot. Um, you know, things like that. And I, I'm like, you don't know anything about me. And they didn't know anything about you. Nothing. I mean, other than the basic questions. I am a female interested in men. That's it. Okay. Not even what kind of body type, what type of education I have. None of that. What's your What's your takeaway from this? What's your lesson? I mean, I think, I think I know what it is, but maybe you have more insight than just guys prefer this and not this. I don't, like I said, I don't like to use the F word. Yeah. Um, but it would appear that, and I know that this is not, I can't say this about all men because obviously not all men dislike I think it's unfair to say that about all men all women all right. Irish people all Germans all whatever because right. you really can't say that but I get what you're saying I mean I know an Irishman that only drinks milk I don't believe you at all <laughs> they're all a bunch of drunks all of them all of them so you found out about most men most men do prefer someone who is thin I mean I had I had a nice figure I was it was an hourglass figure really do you mind if I put on the Dave Ryan, or not Dave Ryan, but the uh, Take a Shower Facebook page, the pictures that you're talking about. Yes, you mind if that's I do? Fine. Mm-hmm. It's okay if I do. Yes. Because you look at Wilson, and, and and honestly, Wilson, you were 10 years younger. Yes. For one thing, and we all look different. I was hot 10 years ago. Do you remember when I was attractive? Mm. Wait, now you're taking your time. Mm. Why are you taking so long? <laughs> Get out of here. No, so we all look 10 years younger 10 years ago. Right. That's one thing. Um, and I think you look great in both pictures, but there's a difference in appearance. And uh, so I'm going to put those on Facebook so people can see what men saw. So your takeaway is, I don't want to interrupt you. And I already did about six times your takeaway. You got it basically. I mean, men prefer hourglass or at least thin rather than. Why do you think that is? I don't know. That's like the second half of what I have to dig into. Right. Why do women like tall men? Why do women like guys with, you know, piercing eyes and a strong cheekbone? Right. We and just, that's the that's other thing. Like, thing. I understand we all have our preferences, yeah. right? I mean, if all men looked like Elvis, then my God, I don't know what I'd do. I'd go nuts. <laughs> um, but nobody looks like Elvis. 
could it be a symptom of what what was it okay cupid okay cupid is yeah. that a get laid app or i mean i don't know i've never done a dating app i think one time we went we all went on um what's the one tinder, tinder yeah and we put a young picture of ourselves on there to see whether people would be interested <laughs> and i didn't get any interest even as a young person which was embarrassing um but do you think it's the nature of the app itself is it a get laid sort of an app or is it a you know a for life sort of an app and maybe that's just not what people were looking for at the moment i think it's a cultural thing Tell me more about that. Because everyone's just waiting for the next person. So I might talk to you for a little while. I mean, that's why ghosting is so popular now. Okay. Is they can talk to you for a little while, and then if they drop a little bit of interest, boom, they're done. But if you think about dating pre-online, where are you meeting people? It's always face-to-face, right? Or someone is setting you up. Yes, true. Pre-online, it was all face-to-face, yes. So the only options that you see are literally what's who's within your site. But now that it's online, all of your options are right there in your living room. You can see them all. Okay. And it's just a swipe of a left or right. So how does that change the way that we're selective about people? Because it's easy and it's anonymous. For example, let's say I said, my friend Craig is a great guy. You're going to love Craig. Right. And then you got together to meet Craig. And now you and I and Craig and Susan, we're all at it. Uh, we're all out at Willie McCoy's and we're having apps. Yep. You don't like Craig at all because Craig has got jacked up teeth. <laughs> but you're going to sit there and be nice to him for the next hour and 15 minutes. And, and then you'll never see him again. But on dating apps, you can instantly, you're gone. Also, people are very confident to say whatever they want. I've had Tell me you- more about that. So I've had men just come right out and ask me um, to give them a blowjob. Really? Like, right? Like the first thing? First thing. Um, there was one where I sent a message and I said, oh, it's a nice day. This is this is years. This isn't just this experiment. But um, I sent out a message that said, oh, nice day we're having, right? <laughs> and he said, yeah, it'd be better if we were having sex outside. And wow. I'm like, and that's his introduction. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jenny on our show is... Uh, somewhat like you in that she's single and she's funny and she, her thing is she gets a lot of, damn girl, you thick, you look good, damn, that ass looks good, oh, you want to go out? She gets that out on the street. And I ask her, does do you think that works for these guys once in a while? So I'll ask you the same question. When the guy that says, it is a beautiful day out, it'd be even better if we have her, we're having sex, do you think that works for this guy one out of 15 times? Or it why do they do to. it? Yeah? It has to. I don't know why they would do it otherwise. I mean, again, it's probably the same. I'm going to cast this net to anybody. Yeah. And anybody. Whoever, whoever happens to bite. And also, I do think men, not all men, obviously, but I do think men think if a woman is a little has a little extra junk in the trunk, that she's going to be easy. Really? Interesting. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we're so desperate for attention. So then you're not as picky. So in other words, if I'm if I'm Craig and I got really bad teeth and I pick up a girl that's a little bit heavier, I think I've got a better chance because she's not going to be as picky. Right. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this isn't what I think about people. This is just my observation. I I'm get not a it. doctor. I don't play one on TV. I don't play one on the radio. Right. Um. I mean, I'm a little crazy, so I guess I could play a mental patient. But no, I've <laughs> I've done. I've done this research over 
all I've been dating is online. What have you? What else have you learned online? I mean, what else have you learned about dating? What have you? I mean, I haven't dated anybody. Um, I mean, I can't even count how many decades it's been. Since. What if a, right. What is dating? What else have you learned about dating that you can share with us? You really have to be confident and one hundred percent okay with yourself. Okay, tell I me more not, about that. Well, I'm I'm not really good with self esteem. And that's just me. Which has always surprised me because, again, we go back to, you know, we all looked a little bit different 10 years ago. Even 10 years ago, you were like, nah, I'm not pretty enough for him. I'm not, I'm not nice enough. I'm yep. not attractive enough. That's exactly how he sounded too. And, and she did. And <laughs> and I would say in the least creepy way that I could possibly yes. say, Wilson, you're hot. You're a catch. Nah, I'm not. Nobody likes me. And, and I think that there is some of the, because don't we all know somebody who maybe is okay attractive, but they're more confident than, than they are attractive, right? Yes. I wish I were more like that. And you I could be more like I that. I preach that to other people. Yeah. Be whoever you are. I mean, that's part of why letting my hair go gray was kind of a thing, is I want to be at least true to myself and be okay with, okay, this is, this is what Mother Nature wants. But when it comes to weight, I am not that way. Um, even when I think back on it, the photo of me small... I thought I was fat. I I understand that. And yeah. I have a friend who is my age and she stumbled across a picture of her on vacation when she was 16 in a bikini at a pool or at the beach. And she sent a picture of this, not to be provocative or alluring, but to say, good God, I used to think I was fat. Right. I would kill to have that body now. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Um, because you look at what you once were and you go, I was, I looked amazing back then. Right. Yeah. And we waste so much time on that. I wish, I mean, I'm, it's a, it's a never ending battle for me to try and work on that. So I don't know if that's something that men feed off of and they can just sense it online. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's really, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, what is your dating life now? Is there anything, are you doing anything? Or are you dating now? This was kind of my last hurrah. I kind of needed something because everyone says, oh, he's out there. You'll find him. You'll yeah. find him. Just keep waiting. And those are always the people that have never had to date online. Oh, or the ones found- that meet people really easily. Or, yeah. you know, you met someone in college. I and, see. Okay. You know, that was an organic way. I hate saying that, but an organic way of meeting someone, which is just face to face, rather than feeling like. I don't, there's not an online dating stigma anymore because a lot of people do it. Yeah. But it's exhausting. It's hard work. It's like another full-time job. I hear that from a lot of people yeah. who who date online. Thanks for sharing your story about that Anytime. one. And again, look at the pictures uh, on, on, on Facebook. Um, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Wilson worked here years ago, and in the intervening years, we've seen each other, I don't know, a half a dozen times. Right. I, think you came to my uh 25th anniversary party last summer yeah and we got to see a lot of old faces there like miranda and extreme jamie yes. and some other people that used to work there um so i asked you before we went on the air i said i'm going to put you on the spot but i gave you a little bit of a heads up because mm-hmm. this show is all about the podcast is all about you know things that i've learned in my life and then sharing these things with other people so they can you know make avoid making the same mistakes and one of my favorites, Seb, is is like, don't loan people money. Yeah. And uh, I learned this from loaning people money. 
And I've learned this from watching other people loan other people money. And you really, you just, you don't get it back. Most of the time you don't get it back. Sometimes you do. So I asked you earlier, I said, Wilson, I'm going to ask you what advice you can share on this podcast. You have to be authentic. I mean, if you're an Elvis fan, let that flag fly. If you are going to, if you have gray hair, you don't have to color it, but um, you can let it go and feel feel good about it. Okay. Um, if you're a geek like me, always been a geek. I major into Minnesota, love it here. You I are. Was, you way into Minnesota. You way. love the Gophers and you oh, love sure snow. Do. You hate the, you hate summer. I do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, some of it's all right. Yeah. Of course, I like the state fair. Oh yeah. Great this year. <laughs> nice and cool. Um, but when it comes to dating, you who wants to fake it? Do you think people do a lot, though? Do you think people present a side of themselves that's kind of made up or a lot made up? I do. I think that's how we are on Facebook, Guys do it, too? too? I think so. Facebook, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. everybody's like, I know a couple on Facebook, they hate each other, but they're always like, going out with my best friend. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it is online dating, too. But don't you You're putting your best foot forward, which I get, but... Well... And and I, I say this a lot on the radio and probably on the podcast too once in a while. You know, you walk you walk by any neighbor's house, you don't know what's going on in there. Right? You don't know whether she is into I don't know, meth and he is into men and they present at this beautiful family, wonderful portrait. You don't know. So we all put our best face forward. Yep. But and I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that put your best face forward, but what are you saying? So if someone says, uh, like, if if there were a man that said, I like to lead a healthy healthy lifestyle, I'm in the gym seven days a week, we're not going to be a match. If that's what you're looking for, yeah, I can't deny it. I, I'm not going to be in the gym seven days a week. Yeah. That's just not me. We wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be compatible. So, or if someone was really religious, I'm not. So... Yeah. So it's good to, instead of pretending. Right. Have you ever known anybody who has pretended to be something in order to be more compatible with somebody that they're not necessarily compatible with? For example, let's say um, uh, you're going to date some guy named Bradley, okay? Mm-hmm. And Bradley loves fishing. And you're like, oh, yeah, I love fishing too. And you go out and buy a tackle, tackle box and a, some rapala lures and things like that. I've known people who've actually done that. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I love fishing too. It's like, no, you don't. You would never do that. No. I mean, I'm just, I'm very particular about things anyway. I mean, you know already if I don't like it, I'll say, nah, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. I really can't help it. But um, is what's the point? I mean, if you're looking for, if you're truly looking for someone that you're going to mesh well with, even when you're 80, I mean... You have to kind of realize, are you the stay-at-home type yeah. or are you the got-to-go-out-and-be-social type? That's very important. That's one of the things that I, with my wife, Susan, mm-hmm. and we're not perfect by, couple by any means. We're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, she and I both are a very much stay-at-home couple. Right. On Saturday nights and su- Friday nights and Saturday nights. We're okay with staying home and watching a movie or watching Dateline NBC or 48 Hours Mysteries. We don't mind that. At the same time, we don't want to do that all the time. Right. And she's a little bit more social than I am. So she'll go out with, you know, to go to Drunko Night or Bunko Night or go to Happy Hour with her friends or whatever. But it's difficult for me 
to imagine being with somebody who's like, hey, we're going to happy hour later, then the Johnsons are having a barbecue, then we're going to over to Roy's birthday party uh, and be like, fuck no. No, please don't take me with. Let's but, get a divorce. But you're yeah. more of the state. But you also, you stay home a lot. You like that. That's fine. You know that about yourself. Oh, yeah. I would like to find someone who on a Saturday night would want to go bum around Home Depot and find something, some project to do on the house or something. You know something. what's funny? I know your friends tell you this all the time, but there are guys out there, but they're also not the kind of guys that'll get in your face and tell you, hey, I'm that guy. Right. Because they just maybe also don't have that confidence. Okay. You wanted to, you you said you promised to do some shout outs. I did. So before you and I get off on another tangent, who needs a shout out and who are these people anyway? Okay. So they're my, they're my booze. At okay. New Horizon, we have a lo- we have a lot of fun. Um, so it's Amy, Peggy, yep. Lisa, Darcy, Leslie, <laughs> Darcy. Jenny, and Shannon. I love that. Yeah. Didn't we call one of your friends for a um, Robo Dave call? That was Jenny. Okay, that's yeah. right. That was yep. funny. She was super confused. I remember her the look on her face. What's happening? I yeah, it is confusing. <laughs> Wilson, you are a delight, and here's what's going to happen. You. People are going to send me an email and say, you know what? I saw Wilson. She's hot. You know, I'd take her out. Um, <laughs> should I pass along any names or numbers or emails to you? Or you sure. St- yeah, should I? Yeah. Okay. I, I said no to online, but, you know, this seems different to me. If okay. someone if someone hears this and says, you know what? She sounds like she's my kind of gal. Fine. Go for it. She might be. What else is going on? Anything else going on in your life before we wrap things up that you want to, uh, again, putting you on the spot here. Is there anything? What are you looking forward to? And here's what I'll leave it with, because we always tell people on the podcast, have something to look forward to. Even if it's a brownie Sunday later today, or even if it's a cold beer on the deck later today, what are you looking forward to? Well, gosh, I'll tell you this. I'm flying <laughs> out to Colorado to see my friend over Thanksgiving. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, we're going to. Nice. We're planning on just going to the all-you-can-eat buffet. Are you serious? And then we're going to sit down and in our jammies with a dog and a, and a fire, and we're going to watch Say Yes to the Dress, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I love it. Wilson, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks we appreciate it. Uh, check out the book. The book is called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything, and it's available at um, itaskabooks.com. It's available on amazon.com. There's a Kindle version also. And uh, there is a Facebook page. You just type in Take a Shower, show up on time. It'll start to populate. You can find that. Uh, and that's where you can find the photos of Wilson that started this whole conversation. <laughs> and then, of course, if you want to uh, send an email for anything, if you want to meet Wilson or you want to comment on the podcast or you want to share something, or maybe you're like, I've got a story. I need to be on your podcast, too. Hey, maybe you do. Then send me an email to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. And thanks for listening to Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything.